five, 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 Okay, let's run. Let's count them down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Top 5 Film Night. My name is Mr. Kurt Morrison, coming live from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And on today's episode, we step back in the ring for Creed 3 and explore the sports film Hall of Fame. With me today is a vet, a, a new vet of the show. I can call you a vet of the show now, JC, right? Uh, your vet second, second time, second time. Second time, you're a vet, brother. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Mark with the movies. John Carlos Sanchez, my boy from the Critic Circle, from the League of Cinephiles, a big match coming up tomorrow night on YouTube against Hunter the Calculator Friesen. I'm excited to watch it, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out on YouTube. How are you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, yeah. excited to be back. Like yeah. you kind of left me hanging with the Babylon one. We're not discuss that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's all good. I actually kind of like this one better. You know, me and you are both sports fans, so yeah. like this one, this is a good one. I'm happy to be to be the person you wanted to be on this one. I told you, my man, totally. And uh, I'm so happy to see you back on. Uh, yeah, crazy hectic end of 2022 there. I apologize to leave you hanging on that cocaine-fueled Babylon episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we were actually going to do cocaine on the episode and during the show, and, and JC and I were just going to talk about Babylon. Uh, you missed a really good episode, everybody. Anyways, yeah, I had the... No, I, was, I, had the, I, I was telling Alex uh, offline, I was like, <laughs> I had the perfect line because one of my choices was going to be Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. And I was, yep. was going to use the like, so Kurt, I heard he had a pretty big cock. And because I knew you were going to crack up because of like the, when the Colonel tells it to Dirk Ziggler at the pool party, I'm like, I got to I gotta do it when I, before I say Boogie Nights because Kurt was going to Well, we laugh. saved it for the sports episode. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. But I knew I'm like, I'm like that's going to make Kurt laugh. Oh, man. From Boogie Nights to a. Uh, to <laughs> a uh sports franchise one of the few sports franchises still kind of in uh in i guess we can call it in the 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 franchise world right now movies uh creed 3 comes out this weekend everybody and um the first two have been very big box office hits uh the last one being in 2018 first one being in 2015 um to discuss that I, and obviously we're, we're going to chat about it. which of the two films uh jc do you prefer do you like the first one or the second one better let's start with that the the first one for sure like Same. i don't know we're ranking the rocky movies with yeah. spoilers for whoever hears and it follows me yeah. after the first one after the first rocky i think creed creed one is the best in the franchise like well it is the perfect legacy sequel and spinoff well said really well said yeah we watched both of them this last week and uh last week pardon me and i found that creed 2 suffers from like a few like very predictable tropes creed one's got a little bit more kind of a dramatic angle to it um not only with obviously with him and uh tessa thompson's character's name who i continually forget in conversation uh oh, but bianca. See, bianca thank you watching him and b's relationship actually blossom and and learning that and again it's very like rocky adrian-esque somewhat but i found yeah, it yeah. far more entertaining than that second one um and i was kind of like bitter after watching the second one but <laughs> nevertheless this third one looks fantastic uh, it's funny that you said that you know it is the best legacy sequel uh, and the best of the Rocky films. If you had to rate them, we're not going to rate the whole series here, but if Creed's on on top is the best of that whole Rocky nine movie arc, what is number two? 
No, no, no. Uh, no, I'm saying Rock Creed One is like this, my second best, and then the first is Rocky One. The oh, okay. Rocky. Ah, okay, my man. All right, like, confuse me first. Like, second. do I feel? Yeah. Does our, like do I feel Creed is more entertaining? Of course, yeah. you know the first Rocky's slow. It takes it's slow. Like I admit it, but you know it's like it it build a formula. Like for any boxing movie, mm-hmm. we start like, oh, it's the Rocky formula. Underdog phase. You know, like when you talk about the fighter, who has the Rocky formula? Underrated underdog. So, so it's like it's hard. What like I said, it's hard to say that Creed one is better. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is it? It's probably more entertaining because I I feel like Rocky picks up is when Apollo, you know, when when they tell Apollo, oh, like your fight's not going through, and he like like I want the Italian standing when he sees the name. Yeah, you know, like I feel like when Apollo comes in, that's when it like it picks up like in and like in the sense like is it becomes a more entertaining film. Like the first, you know, when he's doing the lone sharking and visiting Adrian, it's just slow. Like I understand if if younger mm-hmm. people that didn't grow up with it, like me and you, yeah, don't like it as much as me and you, because oh, you know, it's like slow. Mm-hmm. So like I get that, but Rocky has to be the first. It's just, it's, it built a blueprint for a whole boxing genre. Yeah. I I think for me it goes Rocky Creed. Rocky Four, and then it just depends my on my mood. It depends yeah. on my mood for the rest of them. <laughs> we have we have the top, we have the same top three. Like yeah. Rocky Four is my favorite. It was yeah. probably the first one I watched because remember I'm, I was born in '92, so I, I'm Rocky. Well, I mean, in here in the U.S., like it was always yeah. on TBS. Like a, it was like a TBS All the time. special. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's where I got hooked so, on like, it. I'm pretty sure that yeah, I'm pretty sure that Rocky Four is the first one I saw. It's the one I've seen the most. Yeah. It's the most entertaining. Like. Dave jokes, I'm like, oh, it's, it's just a 90 minute music video. I'm like, yeah, but those monsters in Russia are so great. Perfect. And when he gets to the bar, Drago, <laughs> like, come on, it's, it's pure 80s cheese. Just like we love it. I was trying to explain to my wife like the 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 lead in into Creed two f- from Rocky four, yeah. and she's like. I don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about. And then thank God at the like first 10 minutes of Creed two, they have that like, kind of like, well, this is what happened, you know, 35 years ago. I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. She'll get this. She'll get this. So God bless her soul. So um, I'm just looking at some box office numbers, JC and um, Creed two. I didn't realize Creed two actually made this much money, $50 million budget. And Oh my God, I hit YouTube accident, $50 million budget and $214 million box office worldwide. It was pretty impressive. So my question to you now is, Going into this weekend, uh, clearly, I mean, Cocaine Bear has had its its run this last weekend, and then Ant Man's completely uh, burned out. Oh, how much yeah. do you think Creed Two makes opening weekend this weekend, and then how much do you think it makes domestically? Um, opening weekend, um, I could see like a between thirty eight to forty five million. Cool, cool, cool. Like you know, like Jonathan Majors is becoming bigger, obviously. Which, yeah. like, for Magazine Dream, which me and you are both excited. Later, come this year, it's gonna be got the Ammon and Creed Three. Like that movie's gonna make good money because yeah. he's, he's he's blowing up mainstream. But you know, the the the, the Rocky franchise and the Creed franchise always they, they always obviously is gonna be open number one. But like thirty eight or forty five, give or take. Good bet. Yeah, I put opening weekend down as forty, and then I think that the domestic gross is gonna be a little bit less than the last one so i put 98 to 100 is my final domestic growth. how so much was like, the how much was creed 2 uh creed 2 was a hundred and something million uh stateside hold on one second here uh i you know what I'm, i can't even follow up my numbers right now box office no, 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 right, but i can see it opening yes, lower but... because there's a lot of people that that are like oh no slice yeah. loan i ain't gonna bit i ain't gonna yep. think so 
that I could, I feel that could affect it in the long run because well, there's probably people that have no idea. You know, we know this stuff because we follow, especially me. You know, I post movie exactly. every bit of movie news. But like I could, like I said, my brother, like he's a casual watcher. If he just, oh, there's a new Creed movie, he'll mm-hmm. like, you know, he, he'll probably watch it and not realize that Rock is in it in like 20 minutes and I'd be like, you know, that's Rocky. I'm like, he's not, he's not in it. Yeah. So I, that's you know what? I think that's everything too. Long is- run. Our parents' generation, I don't feel like right now, is like going out to the movies a lot. So this is something that's not going to, because it doesn't have stolen it, I don't think it's going to drive the older crowd to the theater, like you said, or the people who are not exactly familiar with the franchise, right? So I hope the movie does well, man. I dig Michael B. Jordan. I didn't love this last movie. Creed 2, I mean. Uh, But like, I find that this kind of franchise draws so much so different than you know our star wars or our marvel or everything that we're really oversaturated with so it's nice it's a it's a breath of fresh air i mean i'm going to see it friday afternoon i'm really looking forward to it so uh that being said sir we are flying along here guys we have decided today and i've done this once on the uh on the pod before with the horror hall of fame jc and i are today are going to draft the 10 sports 10 categories 10 movies sports film hall of fame now we're going to take 10 movies each we've got 10 uh particular uh sports in general or 10 genres i should say we got hockey boxing golf basketball baseball football soccer racing which can be f1 or nascar martial arts and wrestling okay now i've given jc the uh topics at hand or the genres subgenres, i should say and he has uh gone and picked his 10 and I have my 10 as well. Now, what we did with the Horror Hall of Fame one is we basically went through, obviously, all the individual subgenres of horror to basically create, and one by one by one, we picked. And that was the the said, so example, for example, uh, Slasher with Gavin and I uh, about a year and a half ago, we're picking. He picked Scream. We had to settle on that. What we're going to do is we're going to give you, the listener, the power on my social media on Top 5 Film Dive, and I am Curdy Mo to pick who had the better selection so we can establish what the 10 Film Sports Hall of Fame, Sports Movie Hall of Fame uh it's going forward i'm looking forward to this i i i purposely fast forwarded a little bit through your messages that you sent me the other day because i wanted it to be a surprise <laughs> yeah i didn't know because like sometimes it's like like i know like in the big pick like they tend to like amanda yeah. and yeah. sean tend to know what the other's picking yeah yeah so they could prepare for what they say so i wasn't sure <laughs> that's okay i had a good laugh and i was like no no I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I guarantee you, no, I like it way better. Two the exact same, and I'm okay with it. I am no. Okay with I actually, I actually like for for baseball <laughs> yeah. and basketball. I feel like I went with different choice. Ooh, you think so? He's probably gonna pick like baseball, especially. I I went with like my third favorite baseball movie because I'm like Kurt's probably gonna have one of my first two, so I want I want to try to like okay. Okay. Like I picked one. Like we'll see, we'll see when we get to baseball. I'm like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, if you don't pick one of my first two, I'll let you know which one my my two favorite baseball movies are. Okay, now you got me thinking here. I wonder what you're gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna let you start off, Jay. What uh, what category would you like to draft from? I'm not gonna do the hat uh, the hat just yet. I want you to pick and have the uh, inaugural pick here for our sports film hall of fame. What genre and what film right. are you going with? <laughs> I'm gonna do golf because I know how much you love it. <laughs> no, I kind of know what you're picking, so I didn't go with that. Even though it's one of our favorite '90s comedies, I, yeah. I kind of just know that you're gonna go with that one for golf. Okay. So I actually went with Tin Cup, which I feel is the great golf movie, and it's also a great romantic comedy with Kevin Costner and Rene Russo. 
have not seen which it i'm pretty years. sure you're probably a fan of i actually really dig that movie man i probably haven't seen it in about 10 or 15 years and i think it's a fantastic movie i love when costner he was on a good roll between like 92 and like 97 there when that came out so ironically enough and this is such a weird kind of sub topic here for baseball do you want to know what one of my favorite baseball movies is for the love of the game with costner it, oh no no, I, I can't go side. No. That's that is to me that is Sam Raimi's worst movie. Oh, okay, man. I know this because I've ever seen your ranking. <laughs> I love it, man. That is like a ro- romantic drama that's set in a Detroit Tigers baseball game, and it makes no sense. But I will, I will. Uh, like, yeah, they, I, I, can, I can appreciate your tin cup choice there. Uh, maybe for love of the game was not Costner's most successful film, <laughs> in and around there as well as Waterworld, but. I got to go with my OG, uh, the the movie uh, that I quote on a, a daily, uh, maybe hourly basis, and that's Happy Gilmore for golf. I think you saw this coming. I'm I'm the most predictable human being in the entire world. No, that's why that's why that's why I went with Tinko because I'm like I'm like it'll be weird if we just both go Happy Gilmore. So I'm like, let me go with the only other golf movie I know. Yeah. Um, there was an, another one, a good one. I was uh, discussing with somebody else the other day at work. And it was. Uh, you ever seen the greatest game ever played? We could, we could, we could. Yeah, that, that would have been the other one. Which I really like the one with Shia LaBeouf. This, yeah, yeah, great movie. Bill Pax and directed it. Yeah, great but movie. Yeah, it's, it's really it's one of the better Disney sports movies of the two thousands, I think. Agreed, agreed. Okay, we're moving along here. So I've got my uh, my little like, cup of of movies here. I should say genres. <laughs> and our next one is football. Okay, so okay, okay. I have not seen your pick. I'm going to go with this one here. My pick, I think, has the the best sports speech, and I think you know exactly where I'm going with this one. It's hard. It's brash. It's really in your face. I think it's a star-turning okay, was... role for Jamie Foxx. I'm going Any Given Sunday, directed by Oliver Stone. Of course you're going with Any Given Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> now what I, as soon as you said the best speech, I'm like, yeah, yeah remember the sign doesn't have a speech or none of that. Um, my choice is going to go probably with what I think is one of, if not the most inspirational okay. sports movies of all time. Do you care to guess? And like, I'm going to make it like this. I'm Rudy. Oh, shit. Okay. Good pick, man. I, I think I might be the only person in the world who doesn't love the movie Rudy. Of course. I don't know if I have a heart, The Fableman's cocaine bear. Like, <laughs> I'm getting to know you so much now that we're already cool because... There's certain movies that I'm like, it's gonna be for him. It's not. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I don't. I'm getting cold in my old age, man. I don't know what the hell's going on to me. No, but I Fablesman. I, I've, I've tried Fablesman's <laughs> twice now. I can't do it. I just. I'm. <laughs> That's it. Like if it doesn't work. Like trust me. Like Dave. Dave is more on film Twitter. He tells me all oh, on Twitter. Hey, so it's like I'm so many people on film Twitter that are happy that it's not the front runner we expected it to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm I, like, I'm like, hey, I get it, but I don't know. It just it worked for me. I mean, it's not that it doesn't work. It's a great looking movie, but it's just so slow and it doesn't need to be so long. And like, speaking of Rudy, Rudy's way too long, man. Rudy's like two hours and five minutes. You see, like everyone's so smooth for me that I I can't even remember if it actually is too long. It probably is, but I guess for me, the pacing is so good that it actually just works. Fair, fair, fair. Well said. But all right, moving along here. Um, okay, man, and again, guys, you got listeners. I need you to help back me up on this one. We have literally the two opposite ends of the spectrum with football movies. Might lose. Like <laughs> very soft, G-rated Rudy, uh, and then like you got guys doing cocaine and steroids, Their and, ass and all that. <laughs> exactly. Isn't it the 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 guy that plays Leatherface? Doesn't he put like an alligator and then when they shower? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen Any Given Sunday in a while. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about Rudy being long. That movie, Any Given Sunday is like two hours and 30 minutes. Come on, bro. Good. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Dennis Quaid is my quarterback. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. The demon. On here. We've got baseball coming up as our third pick here. This is a, t- this is a tough uh, I mean, I'll let you pick first, my man. So, like, I, like I said, this is my third favorite baseball movie. I just feel like Kurt's going to have one of my top twos. <laughs> no, but, no, no, it's like, no. If you want to pick, you take your top two, man. You take any of your no, top no, two. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm fine with my baseball choice. Like, I, okay. I feel like it is popular enough. <laughs> so, I'm going to double dip on the cost, man, and I'm going Bull Durham, which, Ooh. like, I like said, you thought I was going to say Field of Dreams. Nah, I'm, I'm over Bull Durham fans when it comes, when it comes to what his best, best baseball movie is. Yeah. Yeah, similar to Ten Cup, another great sports movie that's also a great romantic comedy. Yeah. Susan Sarandon is him and her and Cosmo have this great chemistry. And then you have Tim Robbins with as the hot shot um pitcher who ends up having throwing issues. Just a great sports movie. And then that movie showed um how great of a athlete Costner is, because I don't know if you know, but it's a trivia where he actually hit three home runs like himself. During it, which you know is great, like the people, you know, most people, there's actual professionals that don't even get three home runs in their in, in real life, and he yeah. got it three just filming a movie, which that's like causes the go when it comes to sports movies, in my opinion. Yo, that's why he's on Yellowstone, man, breaking hearts, hacking darts. So, uh, okay, I got you know what, I'm actually not even gonna go with I think the pick that you expect me to go with, and the only reason I say this, um, it still ends with the word ball, okay, put money ball aside. I'm going with a criminally unsung movie that came. And the only reason I know it came out this weekend, this is such a weird kind of like anecdote. It came out the week after 9-11. Okay. Hardball, I think, has the hardest hitting, like un- unexpected moment of like just rip your heart out of your chest. Keanu plays a like a re- struggling. I don't even want to call him recovering because he's just a full-blown <laughs> addict. <laughs> Decides to start coaching a little league like baseball team. It's very bad news bears. (laughs) Boy, he's forced. He's he's forced. Yeah, he's essentially forced. Uh, But man, G baby, Big Papa. Oh, still not over that, folks. Young Michael B. Jordan. What's that? Young Michael B. Jordan. That was his Young Michael Jordan. Yeah, there you go. Yes, I totally forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, I think he was. God sakes, I think at that point he's like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah, because that, uh, that was before The Wire. Yeah, that's – oh, my God, that's right. I forgot about that right around the same time. Yeah. Alice, I'm surprised you didn't go uh, – I thought you were going to go Illegal Their Own or The Sandlot. Honestly, those are my I, I don't like The Sandlot. I had a conversation oh, with Dave about oh this. Oh, my freaking God, Kurt. What are you it's doing okay, to you live, on, live on, on air? Show. It's okay. Wow. No Rudy, no Sandlot? You're literally breaking my, my heart here. My childhood was very deprived, man. I'm sorry. I, something's wrong with me, man. I told you. you. I, 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 I see you Toronto people. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like fun. During the winter, man, our, our hearts are just cold up here. Like, I'm just kind of sitting in Toronto, just chiseling my heart off my ice into my drink. Um, But, you know, my wife still loves me, so that's good. Uh, Yeah, man, hardball kills me every time I watch it. And 
I think last year was the first time I'd watched it in about a decade for that exact reason. Cause I yeah. didn't want to sob myself to sleep and I uh, crushed my wife with it. I actually, uh, <laughs> she had never seen it. She had never seen it. And, uh, yeah, and that, you probably uh, didn't prepare her for G baby. So she, she no, must no, have no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Bill, like Bill Simmons. He had no, he didn't let his wife know. She's like, she's like, you told me no kids died in this. <laughs> so your father is like, who the, we're, we're, you could tell that we're too much into the rewatchables. We're like here just quoting stuff. Yeah, you and shirt. I just back and forth. <laughs> oh man. Um. So we've got so far golf, football, baseball. Now we're moving on to soccer. I'm gonna let you take this pick here. This is probably the hardest one because it's literally just one. Yeah. And it's basically is um is a British movie called Mean Machine. Is with Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham. Yeah. It's basically like a re. It's, it is a remake of the Longest Yard, the Burt Reynolds one, because it came out before the Adam Sandler one. Mm-hmm. So if you've seen the if that's if you've seen the Longest Yard, it's pretty much the same premise. After he goes to jail, he did, he he builds a team with the the prisoners versus the guards. It's just. You know, like if you into British stuff, like Guy Ritchie stuff, just Vinny Jones and Jason Statham together, just always a good pairing. Mm-hmm. that or Sean and soccer, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'd rather go with one that's that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, when you said soccer, I'm like, damn, girl, like, I, like, if you would have, yeah, like, that was hard when I was like, yeah, it has to be Mean Machine. I like it, but I don't love it, but, and soccer, as like, I haven't seen Ben, I'm like, Beckham, and I'm not doing, she's, she's, she's like, she's the man. I'm not doing yeah. this, sorry. <laughs> I, if I had to pick, she's the man. My wife would have would have probably like created a bunch of burner accounts to make sure that I actually end up winning. Uh, but yeah, not um, not for me, man. Ben like Beckham. I I just I never got into it when it was out. It's it's not it's not that it's a bad movie or anything. It's just it just, it just never caught my attention either. We're on the same boat. It's just like I, Karen Knightley was a big thing in the early two thousand. But like yeah, was, uh, like I said, I'm like I literally struggled here with soccer. Like I'm not watching a trick play about soccer. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going. I think you've probably heard of this movie, and it came out in 2005. Uh, oh, it, I know where you're going. I no. would. I don't even want to call it like a like a fucking soccer movie. It's just a movie about English oh, Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, Green Street Hooligans, baby. Elijah Wood. Oh, it's so fresh faced. Meets Charlie Hunnam in the streets yeah, I... of London, and when uh, Elijah Wood's character Matt moves in with his sister. Basically, they finds out what this like rough tribal like world of of uh, football supporters are, and it's cross between like think of Fight Club meets like a Manchester United uh, yeah. match. And basically, every time that there's a match, there are brawls in the streets and people get yeah. fucked up. And that first, that first one, Elijah Wood just is like massive. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, like you can. We all have that friend that's just like, if yeah. we get into brawls, you gotta be like, yo, just stay there because. Yeah. You're not gonna do nothing for us here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's okay. Go hang out over there. So, but Green well, Street was, Hooligans, everybody. If you have not seen it, it's it's a very very underrated movie. Um, it sure. it didn't make a lot of money. It really got a lot of steam when like it came out on DVD. Probably back like when we were in like yeah. high school, I would think. Yeah, that's um, that's how I discovered it too on DVD. And yeah, man, I remember having it on DVD. I don't know where the hell I put it, but I probably haven't seen it in about like ten years. So <laughs> great movie, guys. If you haven't heard it uh, or heard of it. Check it out. I highly recommend it. Charlie Hunnam, I think that's probably like one of like his first big roles. Uh, if not, that's I think yeah, right before Sons of Anarchy took off. So yeah, like about two, three years before he he happened in a few like British things. He was on one of uh one of those Judd Apatow shows that lasted one season. But yeah, I'll say that was like because that was that's more like him. Like this that's that's the first time he played a tough guy. Yeah. And all those yeah. other stuff he tried to play, like he got into his like blonde 
No, he has like the gray hair. He has a good looking guy. So it's like mm. we're playing pretty boys, like Green Street Hooligans. Because I feel like that's what he, how he is, like SOA, the guy Richie movies. Like he's he's better off as a tough guy. Totally, totally. Okay, so continuing on here, I'm taking over racing. So a lot of good options. A lot of good options. The <laughs> sport of racing, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we had to to really kind of nitpick because obviously anything that involves cars and so on so forth fast and the furious doesn't count gone in 60 seconds would have been my pick okay folks i just want to give you a heads up but i'm gonna go with there's only really two big options i gotta trust my gut here i gotta go talladega nights and the reason why wow the reason Uh, why i say that (laughs) go ahead no 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 go ahead ahead. it's all brad i I just said that that can we go comedy i was (laughs) is Talladega Nights is like that, like Will Ferrell comedy that everyone's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. And people really like it. And I feel like that's going to get me votes when we come to the social media side of things oh, here. For sure. For sure. Um, I would have, I would have picked, uh, I kind of wanted to pick Ford versus Ferrari, to be honest. That's honestly you. what I thought you were going to go with. Yeah. I know what, if I had to take the two though, I, I know that the Talladega Nights will get me some votes. So what do you take? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm taking Rush, which in Rush. the bay of 4B Ferrari and Rush, I'm more of a Rush person. Yeah, yeah. Like, like 4B Ferrari is more the crowd, crowd pleaser, but I feel like Rush tells a more interesting story because of the mm-hmm. robbery. And just, you know, it's like, it like if you want, at that point, Chris Hemworth really just had been Cabin in the Woods and Thor. Yep. So it was like, a, it was great to see a different side of him. Like, where it's like, yeah, he, he's supposed to be a pretty boy, but that movie relies more on his acting than just like his figure. And then, um, we have our boy Daniel Brule from Inglorious Bastards. Like yeah. he's phenomenal in that movie. It is, and it's, to me, it's probably Ron Howard's best movie. But it, it is it like sport. He's not making a movie now, but mm-hmm. he—that's my second favorite Ron Howard movie after Apollo Thirteen. Like it just the the Hans Zimmer score is incredible. Like yeah, that's my pick. You're probably gonna win this one because Talladega Nights is, is a huge hit. So. Some I don't know, man. Album. People love Rush. People yeah, love but, it. Come, come on, is is Don't you put this on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> Shake and bake. Like, like you, you, if if you're putting it like by, yeah, you, you, you said that you're gonna put it like by by sports. Yep. Like, I mean, in our circles, you know, with, with the cinephiles, well, I'll yep. probably get some love, but yep. for the casual person, they'll be like, yeah, would I rather see a. Ron Howard drama, or would I, I'd rather see Sasha Baron Cohen, Will Ferrell, and John C. Riley. Hello, so you, Ricky Bibi. <laughs> <laughs> so that moves us along now. Uh, we are six to five down. One, two, three, four, five. Halfway to go here. So, boxing, which is our topic at hand here. So, Creed 2, sorry, Creed 3, pardon me, everybody. Creed 3 is obviously hitting tears this weekend. I'm going to let you have the pick here. I genuinely don't know which way you're going to go because I would like to think it'd be Rocky. Because this is what we just discussed, but I think that there are better boxing movies. I'll let you. No, know. yeah, for sure. Bo- boxing is probably yeah. one of the ones that I that I could have easily just done yeah. ten. Like I, I love boxing movies, even as as predictable as they tend to be. They just, yeah. it's just a great form of entertainment. Like sometimes you get in, you get too involved with it. It's like you're cheering. Like it's, if it's an actual boxing fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my choice is probably going to go with one of the most depressing boxing movies. I had to be true to myself with because it literally has my favorite director and my favorite actor. I'm gonna have to go with Raging Bull. Oh wow! Oh my god! I don't know why I didn't think of that. Oh my god! 
Oh, I'm almost. Oh, I'm so pissed off right now. Oh, fuck. Oh my god. Or you have you have a lot of great options currently. I know this I do, is, but like I can't believe I didn't think of Raging Bull. Oh my god. Like that's, well, that's no, cause, it. Cause, you know, it has a lot of drama stuff too. Like the boxing is great, but you know, <laughs> I guess you know because there's other like Rocky and like, Phil mm-hmm. Creed that have more boxing. You know, remember this is mm-hmm. this was you know his wife and fidelity and all that. So I feel like that's part of where you forgot it because you were mostly probably thinking like mm-hmm. movies that just have a lot of boxing. But mm-hmm. trust me, you have a lot of great options that you could pick from. So I'm gonna scratch Rocky off my list here. I, uh, you know what? It's funny. My favorite boxing movie, I think, might might catch you off guard a little bit. It's actually Ali. Hey, With, you know I'm a Michael Mann fan. So I know I you are. I know one. you are. I, it is my. I know. I just. I feel like not a lot of people like that. No, because it's like I. I feel like I feel like when it comes to man rankings, I feel like so many people haven't know. I believe it's like my fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. He has 14 moves, so that's not that mm-hmm. that bad of a placement, but. I feel like that's probably after Pursuit of Happy, that's probably Will's best performance. Like he literally, be, I mean, does does he look like Ali much? No, but no. I, I, feel, I feel like he like Will's one of the most charismatic actors. So like he he really like mm. captured the essence of Ali because his trash talking is what made him Muhammad yeah. Ali. Yeah, I got to go with uh, David O. Russell's The Fighter, and that's a close second for for my favorite boxing movies. It's like Ali, The Fighter, Raging Bull. We're not we're not counting warriors of boxing movie. So yeah. that's more mixed martial arts. That's more yeah, we know that's uh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go yeah. fight it. Wahlberg yeah. Bale finally gets his Oscar. I think that that's a safe bet. I, I and if it's gonna be in that kind of upper echelon where we always talk about it. Oh yeah, we do have a martial arts category. I forgot about that shit. I just gave away my pick. God damn it. Okay. Oh, don't worry, trust me, we, we got we got choices <laughs> with that one. Like, come on. <laughs> Got a boy uh, Van Dam could give us like three. Oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of, you actually just did a post about it the other day, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It's the the blessed boy, like sweet. Trust me, even if yeah. whoever gets Warrior just would just land Van Dam, we will have like three, <laughs> four good options that we could pick. Uh, next, buddy, we've got our ooh, hockey. Hockey has been pulled. Okay, you you better go first. That's that's your country's no, score. No, right no, there. no. <laughs> that's, no, I got like, I got to pick. I don't think you're gonna get. So I'm gonna let you pick this one. Oh come on, you can't you can't make the Dominican who's never even played hockey a day in his life pick first. Yes, I can. Come on. Okay, all right. Hockey. I mean, I'm I mean, is it my favorite hockey movie? No, but I do feel this is the. Oh, I already know where you're going. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna make our boy Helmer. Uh, you're gonna make our boy Helmer happy. I, I know you, but I'm gonna go with Miracle. Um, I it's probably one of the best sports movies of all time. Definitely up there for me with with um the Titans for my favorite Disney sports movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kurt Russell, incredible as a coach. Like, it's probably the the greatest underdog story in actual real life. Like the Miracle on Ice thing from 1980. It's just it's just a good old inspirational Disney sports film. Like. If you haven't seen it, I believe it should be on Disney Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should be. I don't see why yeah, it wouldn't should be, right? Because because yeah, they, they be they be they be iffy sometimes with certain like uh, movies from my childhood that I be wanted to watch and I have to go on YouTube to watch them. Yo, you know what? Actually, okay, so funny enough, my baseball pick was going to be Angels in the Outfield, and I can't find that anywhere. It's not on Disney Plus. It's not on DVD. It's not on Blu-ray. Uh, the only place I watch it is I found it on YouTube. And I watched it with my daughter. That's how I was like with. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's um a movie from '96 called The Paper Brigade. Yeah, I know what that is. It's like 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 that. I have to when yeah. I want to watch it. I have to go. I have to go on freaking YouTube. Wow. Okay, I gotta go. 
with uh, it, it, as sentimental as Happy Gilmore is to me, and this is on that same level because it's, yeah. it's a lot of uh, a lot of father son memories, and it's probably not a movie I should have been watching as a child. Uh, but yeah, Slapshot with our boy Paul Newman, I, I think, is still the funniest hockey movie and one of the best comedies of the seventies. Man, it sure, cracks sure. me. And now that I'm an adult and the jokes aren't going over my head. I think it is fucking 10 times funnier now. Uh, recently rewatched it for our decades of comedy draft. Uh, obviously, Alex Helmer will definitely like that pick, buddy. Vote for me on our things, please. Because our boy <laughs> Paul Newman. But yeah, I got to go with Slapshot. There's there's definitely uh, great choice, great choice. no other choice for me there. And we're back. So we've got seven down. Eight, nine, ten. We got three more. Coming up next. From the Are we draw. doing the special ones? <laughs> Maybe. Basketball. This is another great one because I mean, we both love ball, so it's like there's like so many great options. Uh-huh. But I got to stay true to brand mm-hmm. and go with my favorite. <laughs> if I, I'm positive you love it, whether it will be your choice, I don't know. And I'm mad that they're remaking it later this year. And I'm oh. going to go with White Man Can't Jump. And after the dunk contest, white man can't actually jump because <laughs> Omi had them steps. Mac McClung representing all of us skinny, six feet tall white guys out there, man. God bless your heart. So, man, that kid had the week of a lifetime. <laughs> gets it's called up, like, wins a dunk competition, gets sponsored by Puma. Buddy, you're living the dream. It's like Kenny Smith. Kenny's for like, yeah. He will be a superstar for the next 48 hours. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Shit. I mean, it is that does sense to happen a lot of those like a flash in the pan yeah. type of person. But yeah, like with white men can jump, like it's a simple story. Just Wesley Snipes and, and the titular white man can jump, Woody Harrelson. There's yeah. two street hustlers who they try to hustle each other. They figure they could maybe work better as a team. You know, mm-hmm. so just a classic story about just two people, you know. So it's like when you're trying to hustle people in the streets, you know it could go good, it could go bad. It's pretty much what you got to know going into the movie. Just a simple, a lot of great basketball scenes. Wesley Snipe actually sucks at basketball in real life, so <laughs> yeah. you would never know with the movie. So that's that shows how good the movie is with edits. That yeah. when I found out that out that they had to edit it because he he could barely even dribble a basketball. I was like, this is something that I've been watching this movie probably since I was like like Kurt. I had older, well, I mean, in my case, I had older siblings that were making me watch movies that I shouldn't be watching at seven, eight years old. Yep. Yeah. But this yeah, is one of those. Movie, yeah. <laughs> it is a movie I've been enjoying for 22 years. And when I found that out, like when the rewatchables did the episode, I was like, yeah. hold on, what? Because it was the same thing with Major League, where mm-hmm. you see Major League? Oh my God, many, many times. I'm actually, you remember the, I should have. <laughs> Now that I think about it, I probably should have taken that in my baseball. (laughs) But you remember the scene where he where he's running, where like when he wakes up late and he's running like super fast. Mm -hmm. They had to slow put in slow mo because Wesley Snipes actually slow. (laughs) So the slow mo it made it seem like he was really fast. I was like, oh my god! It's (laughs) like, I mean, not to not to me messed up, but it's crazy knowing a you know a blind person that that's not good at any sport. It's crazy. Is he? He's like a fourth or fifth degree in black belt. No, or yeah, when, when it comes, when, you know, when it comes, when it comes to karate and stuff like that, he actually he's the real thing. He can kick your ass. But <laughs> when it comes to sports, sports, I guess yeah. Wesley Snipes is, that's just not it. He was probably busy with other stuff. Yeah, it's kicking ass in the dojo and uh, not so much on the basketball court. Uh, I got a I got a strange pick. This uh, this came out recently. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, just to to. Uh, 
go back to white men can't jump if you guys haven't seen that movie please go check it out it's like one of these movies that's kind of like lost in the last generation like underneath us so anybody yeah. who's between like 18 and 25 who hasn't seen it go watch it it's so hbo max is it got it go watch it on yeah. hbo max guys it's so friggin' entertaining you will not be disappointed woody harrelson cracks me up in that so so much uh, really good movie. I'm interested to see Jack Harlow's take on it, but that's a topic for another episode. No, but that, that's that that's gonna bring it. Like you said, like uh, the younger generation might not know, so they might be like, "Oh, yeah. Jack Harlow's a new movie. Oh, yeah. if, if it's a remake, let me go visit the." So in a way, like it probably will bring new eyes to the thing. But you know, mm-hmm. us people that grew up with it's like mm-hmm. we'll watch it, we'll probably review it, but mm-hmm. we just it, even if it's okay, we just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's not as good as the original. Totally. My pick is uh, strange. I went through all the basketball dramas and all the movies and, all and like, coach, trust me, Coach Carter. I watched it recently. It still, it still strikes a chord. Yeah, for sure. I gotta go with one that's like relatable, uh, and it's very recent, and it is kind of like etched its way somehow, some way into like my top one hundred of all time upon a couple of rewatches, mm-hmm. and. I think it's actually the best thing Ben Affleck's ever done. And the I reason why I go with the way back is, and I, I again, as someone who is, is in recovery myself, man, like oh, I, I, I wholeheartedly uh, can like attest. And I think it's the best acting he's ever done, Yep. but it just strikes a chord emotionally, emotionally, pardon me. And mentally that uh, when I saw it in theaters, it wasn't what I was expecting. And it's not as much as a, of a basketball drama about the kids that he's coaching as it is, again, like a personal drama about this guy truly st- struggling with depression and addiction. And it's a powerhouse uh, uh, drama of a movie that like Affleck didn't get a hell of a lot uh, of accolades from because it came out like two weeks before yeah. COVID. Yep. So it's just one of these things that went under the radar. Guys, if you haven't seen it, all, that too is on HBO Max and Crave here in Canada. Uh, check it out. I absolutely adore this movie. Gavin O'Connor uh, wrote and directed it, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Still oh, one of my favorite trailers of all time, too. So, yeah, I think I think he he might all his sports movies might be getting picked because he also yeah. did. So okay, so guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. There is only two categories left, and we both know JC and I know exactly what each other is gonna pick. So we're just going to put it out there, and we're saying we've already declared these two movies as the finalists for both martial arts and for wrestling. And it's I like think... I feel like anything we either one pick, yeah. the other person's gonna lose because it's like, I mean, I would hope so. Like when it comes to mixed martial arts, especially and then wrestling, because yeah. slim pickings. Like like I said, mixed martial arts, we could. There's a lot of ways, but wrestling, mm-hmm. actual good one. Yes, you know, like we we it, both it know is the, the, one. The, the most ob- obvious option. Yeah, you tell them the martial arts pick. All right, well, is the movie that I feel kind of. Besides Inception, I feel like it's the movie that really put mm-hmm. Tom Hardy the map. And when it comes to like, at least especially over here in the U.S., because a lot of people just really just doing from rock and roll and rock and roll. He was like, you know, like the the queer the queer best friend <laughs> out of the two. I remember that was like handsome Bob. But no, I'm going with Warriors. Just, that's like it follows the Rocky formula, like we said. Like Rocky's the blueprint. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, two brothers. It's basically it's like well, it's a sports movie. It's a, it's a real great movie about brothers, yeah. and it's it was like Tom Hardy and Joe Egerton. They play brothers who both join an MMA tournament for like different reasons, and it's just a beautiful story. Then Nick Nolte plays their I want to say recovering alcoholic, alcoholic father. but yeah. slips up here and there because you know it's hard, especially when you're in your sixties, seventies. That's all you've known. 
It's probably one of the best movies of the last ten years. Period. Not just sports movies. Like thousand percent agree with you. Thousand percent agree with you. It's, it's super underrated. Like I remember, like as I got more into box office stuff, then when I real when I remembered when I realized that it was that it lost money. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like right. everybody I know loves this movie. How? Right. Yeah. So it's like, I, but I feel like it's been getting a lot of like as Tom Hardy got bigger in the 2010s. I feel like more people discovered it. Totally. So it's just like if whoever all you voting like. If Kurt goes John Claude Van Damme, even Kurt knows it himself. This is the movie <laughs> that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as actual good, great movie. Van Damme movies, me and Kurt love them. We grew up with them, but those yep. are cheesy 80 movies that are just fun to watch. Warriors, a legit great movie. It is. It is. And don't get me wrong. We both love and adore Bloodsport. Lord knows we probably both wore, our, wore out <laughs> our VHS tapes of it. But there is only one answer to this question, and it is, it is Warrior. Warrior, Gavin O'Connor, again, back-to-back Gavin O'Connor. It's 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 such a good movie. It's so rewatchable. I find that every time I'm I'm watching it or just throwing it on in the background, I'm just finding something new about it. Um, and I again, I still think that it's if not Hardy's best performance, one of man, like it's it's probably top two or top three. Again, debatable for, from some people. But oh, yeah, for me, for me, is, is the drop. I don't know if you've seen that. It was the movie that with Gandalf? Gand- oh Brady. yeah, great movie. Oh, oh yeah. So another underrated movie of his. Like Tom Hardy has so many underrated movies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah Warrior will probably be like my second one after the drop. And then as to wrestling <laughs> stands, baby. We only have one answer, and uh, I, I I will let you do the lead in. Sir. No, 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 I, I picked Warrior. You, you oh, it, oh, God bless. This is in my. This has recently entered the stratosphere of my top ten of all time upon rewatch. Okay, again, okay. I, I I adore this movie. I love it. Darren Aronofsky's the best thing he's ever done. Yep. Uh I one hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's, that's I love Requiem. Everybody one. will probably shit on me and be like, oh, Requiem's probably or, or uh, Black I love, Swan. I love I'm like, nah, man, the wrestler, Mickey Rourke, this film floored me when I was in college. I went to go see it on a rainy Sunday afternoon. I I drove out of town to go see this thing. And it's one of the few DVDs that I've kept over 15 years since it's come out. Uh, I I love it. I adore everything about this film. It's emotional beats. It's it's heart. It's it's basically you you and I are both obviously wrestling fans, and and we have yeah. seen people like this in this industry that I cannot let this go, and it becomes not only obviously like a career and a lifestyle, but this obsession that essentially ends up leading to people's demise. Man, you know, you look at guys like Ric Flair, or you guys look at guys like um, Terry Scott Punk. Hall, Terry yeah, Punk. CM Punk, right? Uh, who guys? Sadly, I mean, like obviously Scott Hall is, is recently deceased, but. You know, somebody who just let his demons really get the best of him and then just kind of, I mean, obviously in Scott Hall's case, get sober. God bless him. No, but, yeah, but, you know. but he was going down exactly the same type of route that Mickey Rourke's character, Randy the Ram Robinson, was going right. And, um, oh, just it still packs such a punch when I watch it, man. I'd love it. And then it's so. it crazy. Like, like so me and you are older than probably some of the people listening, but yeah. Mickey Rourke was a huge thing in the 80s. You know, he yeah. was pretty much like a Brad Pitt, pretty boy style yeah. actor. He tried to go. He what? He actually did go boxing and messed up his face. Yeah. And what? I, that's what I love about the movie is like it felt is I felt like I feel like same way Ben Affleck in the way back is just mm-hmm. sometimes when you have a character that you relate to so much on a personal level, it brings out the best in you. Mm-hmm. And like Mickey Rourke should have won the Oscar for that movie. Absolutely. So like that, beat him. that has, um Sean Penn for Milk. Oh Great my God! I forgot that. I thought it was Jeff Bridges for Crazy Heart. No, no, that, that, was, that was the next year. Oh. And that's why like, wait, wait, when it comes to right now with Brendan Fraser the, and the way, I'm like, they better make it up for, for freaking <laughs> the wrestler. Like, 
because I'm like I love Austin Butler, love Colin Farrell, but I'm I'm Frazier's our boy and Cino Man, all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's who I want to win. Like Kiu Guan has a great comeback story. So so does Brendan Fraser. Like I just want Brendan Fraser to win. So mm-hmm. it's like similar stories. Just like a big comeback. Like Mickey Rourke is like Curse said, just incredible, phenomenal in that movie. This is Kurt's choice, but that is the winner. But if I have to pick one, mm-hmm. I'll go with what I feel is probably the second best wrestling movie. Now, that's another, this is a WWE property, is wrestling with my family. I mean, fighting oh, with yeah, my family. Oh, yeah, great movie. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Oh, my I mean, God, I totally forgot about that. I mean, I, mean I could go ready to rumble, but I'm like, come on. That's, that's more like. <laughs> you don't like Diamond Dallas Page's acting? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, I, bro, I love that movie. Like, it's just interesting, <laughs> but. You know, you know, we we've been pretty honest here. Like me and Kurt love a lot of guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Like me and Kurt could even do a whole episode about like our like five best guilty pleasure movies. Like yeah. me and Kurt and I, even David as well. Like we could admit when we love movies that are not good. Yeah, you know, there's people that they love movies that are bad and they're like, oh no, it's a good movie. Like no, you could you can't make you look be like crap. Yeah, like Ready to Rumble would be where my heart would be with this choice, but yeah. to try to get some points. I gotta go with fighting with my family, which is the story about Paige and her family and how they try to get the NXT tryout. So you know, it's a, it's a great movie. It was Very funny the too. Movie that yeah, Vince Vaughn is so great in that movie. Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. It was probably the like I had seen her in this stuff, but but it was probably the movie that made me a Florence Pugh fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, well said, man. Very well said. That was a movie that really caught my attention with her. I don't know what else she had been in before that point. She had done um, Lady Macbeth, and she had done Outlaw King with Chris Pine, a Netflix movie. That's right. But 2009 was just her her breakout year. She had this right at the beginning of the year. Then she had Miss Omar in the summer. Mm -hmm. And then she had um, Little Women uh, at the end of the year. That was her trifecta. And then Black Widow, and she just blew up. But that's one of the best breakout years. I mean, not up there, but I would compare it to... Jim Carrey, 94, he had Pet Detect at the beginning of the year, The Mask, The Summer, and that he had um the Dumb huge Dumb. blockbuster hit with Dumb and Dumber at the end in December. Mm-hmm. That's like a, that's like the best example I could use of somebody that just had, mm-hmm. went from a completely nobody at the beginning of the year to, to just a superstar by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Well said, man. Really well said. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps. We're going to go through our 10 right now, our 10 picks. Uh, for golf, I took Happy Gilmore. Any given Sunday for football? For baseball, hardball, Keanu Reeves fam, what's up? Vote for me. Soccer, Green Street Hooligans, racing, Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. For boxing, I went the fighter. Uh, for hockey, slap shot. For basketball, Ben Affleck in the way back. Martial arts warrior. We both agreed on that. And last but not least, for wrestling, personal favorite of mine, the wrestler. Chasey? Um, boxing, I went Raging Bull. Baseball, I went Bull Durham. But Durham, sorry. Uh, baseball went white man can jump. I mean, basketball went white man can jump. Hockey, I went with Miracle. Golf, I went with Tin Cup. Soccer, I went with the only soccer movie I like, Mean Machine. Uh, football, I went with surprisingly one that Kurt didn't like, which hurt my heart. Rudy, racing, I went with Rush. Like we said, martial arts, we just agreed on Warrior because there's just no other option. Like we, we, we refuse to let somebody choose anybody anything but warrior and then wrestling even though i'm gonna lose i just just to give a little exposure to it i went with fighting with my family that's it folks you got you now get to pick what falls into our sports film hall of fame guys uh i'll load it up on the top five film dive uh social media story for y'all to pick please go out after listening to the episode and vote for us the voting will be up for about probably two to three days jc where can everybody find you brother 
Um, you can find me at Merc with the Movies on Instagram. Um, I pretty much do everything on my page. I drop news like a mofo. Like I <laughs> do. I think I do a little too much, but you know, I don't. I don't just post news about big movies. I post indies, foreign films. Absolutely. I pretty much go to the movies every week, so you could expect reviews on my page from all the main, all the big movies by the weekend. I'm doing a year-long project called '90s Film Friday, which I'm reviewing movies from the fr- from the '90s every Friday. I try to go little indie obscure, not because I can easily just do all the popular movies, but you know I want to bring exposure. And like Kurt, I'm part of the League of Cinephiles on YouTube. Follow us; a lot of great matches. I have a title match tomorrow, so yep, <laughs> please tune in. And then similar to Kurt, I'm also part of the Critic Circles. You know, a lot of we just dropped our our awards with some great love for the drug fueled. Babylon and other movies. Yes, sir. And yeah. <laughs> Brother, thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. I always love having you here. I love getting to chat with you, man. We just bounce off each other so easily. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you as always. So much good feedback over the last couple of weeks and months since 2022. Sorry, 2023 is kicked off. Uh, tune in for a new episode, not just obviously this week here. Next week, we got something else coming up. And until next time, signing off.